Hey, happy Monday morning, everybody out there on the internet and other places. I guess you would have to have the internet to watch this. I suppose you could use something along the lines of a podcast player if you're listening to this later, but right now we are live. It's Brown Bag Bats. Alex is off today. Matt's stepping into that chair. It's live from uh, somewhere in Chicago. I'm sure it's cold there, there too. Go. It's awful here. It's snowy. How are you doing this morning, Matt? Uh, you know, I woke up to a bunch of snow, and then after this, I got to brush my car off and probably move it around a little bit. So I, I've woken up to better mornings, especially realizing that yesterday's football was over. So it was all around. It was a tough, tough Monday. Yeah, I think we talked about it a little on the. I, I feel like Drew put it this way. He said like the whole weekend is just an uphill climb, like mm-hmm. to that final game. Like the final game was always going to be the best game. I'm glad it was. It didn't. Uh, it didn't disappoint. And yeah, how did you? Uh, How'd you, uh, how'd you do? Did you bet anything? I, you I just, had you in, in the last, in the, no, I bet, bet a ton of football. Uh, last game I had the over 54 and Bill's money line. So when the bills went up 29, 26, I was like, Oh, hell, like, I, I thought at the very least, I obviously got one of them. They got that two point conversion. I'm like I'm looking good. And then the game was not even close to being half over at that point. Like it was, a really awesome, you know, first three and a half quarters, but it was like, you're kind of waiting for some fireworks that just didn't seem to be happening. And then they all just happened in two minutes. Yeah. It was like a fireworks display. Like it was good for, it was good for a long time. And at the end, they just blasted everything that was left and the boat started on fire and God knows what's happening over there where they're firing off. It was, it was weird. It was, it was really, really weird as far as, the the thirteen second thing. I wish they would have squib kicked. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that game went to overtime. I can't believe I said that on the halftime stream and then didn't so bet what, it. What did you and Drew take on the halftime stream? Because I did not tune into that. Sorry. Uh, Bills team total over, which was okay. looking a little dicey at first, and then obviously anything over related got home. Anybody with alt overs got home. So congrats to anyone who bet the altovers. Congrats to anyone who took the Chiefs somehow that got home. Chiefs second half, any team totally you took. And yes, we are similar to, I guess, the four teams that are left. Deep dive halftime streams have not lost a second half bet in the playoffs. We are. I got to start tuning and, in and tailing you guys. Five and zero oh now. It was uh, it was pretty. Pretty pretty sick little run here, and we'll uh, we'll take a quick look at championship game odds we have this weekend coming up. All right, you don't usually bet quite this early in the week. I'm not firing on anything yet this week, but Chiefs minus seven total, fifty three and a half. Rams Niners in SoFi. Rams three and a half total, forty six and a half. That total is starting to come down again. Any early looks for you, or any any feels? Any feels I bought the Chiefs in? down to six yesterday. Um, I, I think I got like minus 125 for them, minus six. I I like the Bengals. I know they just beat the Chiefs in Cincy a couple weeks ago, and, and Joe Burrow's very good and is going to be very good. But, like, I don't know. The, the Chiefs seem to have found their gear. And if there was going to be a team that was going to knock them off, at least at least on this side of the bracket, I, I think they just beat them. Um, I, I think the Bengals will put up an admirable fight, but they, they kind of snuck past Tennessee because Tennessee had so many self-inflicted wounds there. Uh, not to take away anything from what since he's done this year, but it seems like they're kind of a year early to the party. And then Kansas City's just, we're finally seeing the Chiefs team we thought we were going to see all year. And we now have them. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. I don't know what to do with this total because I can see the Bengals just having a little bit of struggle. They didn't score that many points last week. Their quarterback was hit a dozen times. 
Like mm-hmm. if they do that again, I don't, and they don't get a bunch of turnovers from the opposing quarterback, they might not even be in this game. So I kind of agree with you there. 49ers and Rams. This is a weird one for the Rams to be hosting the NFC title game was a long shot. Tampa and Green Bay now out, Dallas out, the four seed hosting is so this is this is four six. So a lot of parody. Maybe it maybe it was the parody week or the parody year for us. Uh Rams minus three and a half. I think the Rams advance. I'm not interested in laying that hook. Probably not interested in laying the points. I think this one is fairly close. The Niners are a weird team, though. They're not they're not playing that well on offense at times. If they can run the ball against the teeth of this Rams defensive line. Maybe they're in this game, but I'll probably just be watching these and looking for some props. There's going to be some props. I'm going to probably tease the Chiefs with something. I wish there was college football. I'd absolutely yeah. tease it with college like a maniac. I just want to find some Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel props and kind of bet those and watch watch those two guys and root for those two yeah. guys because they're, they're the two best players on the field. Debo Samuel can do it all. I mean, he's a running back as well of a wide receiver. Cooper Cup's probably the most dangerous receiver in football right now outside of Tyreek Hill. Like I just, I just want to watch those two guys root for some points, root for some good offense. I have no idea what's going to happen in that game. Like, it's really hard to beat a three team three times in the same season. But I mean, the 49ers have already kind of done it in every which way. And Sean McVay really struggles against Kyle Shanahan. But like, the Rams also look so good. I just, there, there's no feel on that game for me right now. Absolutely no feel. And I just, I don't have any interest in laying a pregame line right now, unless maybe that swings, you know, a little bit towards the Rams favor and you get them at two and a half or three, maybe. But right now I just, it's, it's way too up in the air. Yeah. If I had to bet this game, I probably, if you made me bet it, I would have to take the, the Niners and the points Same. keeping it close because they're playing well right now. And it's the, the Niners. I think I'm adopting as my team because any, as a, as a bears fan, really any team that beats the Packers, like that's our playoff win is when the Packers lose. So if you go ahead and beat the green Bay Packers, I'm, I'm going to have to hop on your bandwagon for a week at least. It was amazing seeing how many bears fans were so excited about that loss, but. Uh... Oh, I think part oh. of it was too. Obviously it was them losing, but. Bears fans will always love Robbie Gold because he was really good here. He made some big kicks that got him to a Super Bowl. So it was part. It was a lot the Packers, but the fact that it was Robbie Gold that drove the dagger in there too, the the ex Bear that that I think that made us all feel a little bit even better. College basketball, good week last week, decent day yesterday, three and one yesterday. Saturday was just kind of a mess of. I'm not even. I, I'm not even sure I ended up positive. I played 15. Maybe I went eight and seven. I think if you go eight and seven with normal juice, you win like three tenths of a unit. So the whole hum Saturday, I haven't had a big Saturday yet. I think there was one that was like 12 and 12 and four, something like that. But I miss having one of those Saturdays. that just pops. Nothing more mm-hmm. fun than that. Usually if I hit, if I hit like the first five or six on a Saturday, I head to the casino a little older, a little wiser. Now I don't do that anymore. Plus I have kids, but that was always fun. I was watching the rest of them come in while I'm playing craps in Iowa five tonight apologies for anyone who follows me on BetSports and has notifications on uh, with the rescheduling and stuff. Our data provider has been a little slow on some of these reschedules working on actually getting that updated and getting a better data provider, but a couple of the games weren't, weren't up yet. So I just put in two more plays apologies for giving you numerous notifications, but a five pack tonight when I first pulled up the schedule. And again, I have the, schedule from preseason on in a csv that i'm pulling data from and that is not accurate anymore there's so many rescheduled games and stuff literally like there's twice as many games today 
that then were originally scheduled for this day when they started the season. There's so much stuff moving around right now. So Longwooded Bellarmine were the two I just put in if anybody was missing out on that. And uh, for now, yeah, just a bunch of uh, small schools today. Weber State plus two, Longwood minus seven and a half, Bellarmine plus seven, Towson, Delaware, probably my favorite one over. You can get a 140. I put 141. It's the worst of the, the probably the worst of the number right now. That one has moved down. Like I looked at this when it was 143 and thought about an over. I'm not sure what the market movement is doing with this and taking this lower with Delaware. But I mean, in I don't know. With within the conference, I, I think I'm I think I'm fine here. Like I, I think I have this modeled out right. I have this in the mid to upper 140. So Towson, Delaware, and then uh, Eastern Washington was the one I actually wanted to talk about. I'm trying to pull up my sheet for them quick. Eastern Washington out in the big sky, high end. Um, where, where, what am I looking for here? Oh, turning the ball over. Yeah, Idaho State. Go. Idaho State is just a kind of a mess. This is a messy team. Eastern Washington doesn't seem to be the kind of team that can take advantage of a team like that. Uh, We've had some bad games from Idaho State as far as giving up a few points, but it's been against lesser, lesser competition. Like the Idaho game was about 180 points, but against a decent team like, uh, like Weber here. And I'm, I guess Weber's in, or excuse me, against Eastern Washington. I'm all mixed up right now looking at my stats. It's certainly Monday. Either way, I don't think this one, I don't think this one gets there. 142 and a half. I'm putting it under. I'm really stuck in this Cameroon thing that everyone's talking about right now. So, yeah, I mean, I, quick I, you, guys, you and Dan were talking about that before the show. Do I have to bet Cameroon in, in some way? You know, I'm not really a soccer guy. I don't pay too much attention to it. But do I, do I have it's, to bet them? It's something about not having a goalie. Yeah, they don't Keeper really, whatever have, we're calling they it. They don't really have a goalie. They, they're going to have to. That seems like, like a problem. So, you know how in baseball, and just real quick, Eastern Washington, Idaho State, under 142 and a half, under 143, whatever you can get there. Those five for today. Um, you know those games where it gets so out of hand and they start having to use positional players to pitch? Yeah. It, it's like if none of your pitchers showed up to the ballpark at all and you had to start Timmy Anderson on the mound from the get up. Okay. Like, so I'm guess a, what, you're, you're starting the game. And, being, being the hockey know, guy, is this like when both goalies get hurt and you got to go to the emergency guy who's an accountant and only plays goalie in men's leagues? Is that is that those, what we're getting at here? I don't know. Sometimes that works out. The, remember the Leafs, <laughs> the Leafs? The Leafs lost to that guy. And the, the, the Leafs, Leafs lost, lost to that guy. The, the Blackhawks had a couple one goalie. The Hawks had a couple one a year, uh, couple one a couple years ago too. Did the same thing. So maybe it's even worse than that. Hockey, hockey's weird because you can actually use the other team's goalie emergency yeah. goalies so like the Leafs usually you have one emergency goalie them. like for both of them like the away team will use the home team's emergency goalie it's on the yeah, home it was i just remember i i don't exactly remember exactly how it went but i remember leafs fans were very embarrassed by the the results of that and with that that's always funny when that now happens. that i've now that i've stumbled over college basketball we'll get to we'll get to some hockey there's five six games there right uh yeah i think we got i think you think it's Five might be six, one or the other. I got a couple bets here. Um, I, I've had a similar year to hockey that seemed to, I guess, recent stretch to hockey that you said you've had with college basketball. Like you're doing some winning, but you can't really get that like big weekend to kind of separate yourself. I've been having, you know, one or two good days here followed by an absolute clunker. So hopefully 
Uh, got my bad one out of the, out of the way on Saturday, and we can uh, get back on track here. Um, taking the New York Rangers minus one and a half over the LA Kings there at home. About a week ago, I was actually on PropSwap, new partner. You should go go sign up there, uh, promo code BetSperts. I was almost pretty close to buying a Kings future to win the Pacific Division. And since I decided to not purchase that ticket because it was a little bit too high priced, they've, I think, lost three of four. They've been pretty bad and kind of started regressing back to where they should be. Uh, other hand, other side, the Rangers have gone from like fun dark horse contender to like they're a legit Stanley Cup contender now. They have a top goalie in the league, a top defenseman in the league, a heart caliber player in, in Artemi Panarin, who's probably fallen off the race because he had a little bit of an injury, but he's really good. You're going to give me plus 152. Uh, the Rangers have been playing really well. I think they're like eight and three in their last 11. They've beaten some good teams. Kings have started to struggle against the good teams and they're, they're not playing nearly as well the last week or so, especially defensively. So you're going to give me one and a half to one on a good team at home against a middling team. I'm going to take that. Uh, Dan always accuses me of being a homer. This next pick is the opposite of that. I'm taking the avalanche uh, first period money line minus a half at home against my Blackhawks at plus a hundred. I wanted to find a way to bet this one with some value and the puck line had no value. Obviously the money line have no, had no value. Avs team total had no value. Um, so I wanted to go first period here. The Blackhawks just aren't very good. Uh, the Avalanche are very good. They're playing really good hockey, 11-0-1 in their last 12. Better team, faster team against not very good team. And the Blackhawks, who tend to struggle defensively, only worry there is Marc-Andre Fleury's playing really well for Chicago. So a hot period to start, and you're, you're in trouble there. But even money on the Avalanche to beat the Blackhawks in a period, I, I think I want to take that every time. And then uh, I'm also going, not only am I fading my team, I'm going to fade the usual host who sits in this chair's team, the Philadelphia Flyers next. Um, the, the Stars minus one and a half plus 155. The Flyers are just in an absolute free fall. Like they've lost something like nine in a row. I, I have the exact number in my blog, but they've been absolutely brutal uh, the last like two months here. The Stars haven't been much better, but they're playing like kind of 500 hockey or so the last month. They're scoring a lot of goals. Philly can't really score. They can't really play defense. And I think you're getting some value here because Dallas has just been kind of meh the last like week or so, but plus 155 on the puck line to fade the Philadelphia Flyers at this point. It's just, it's, it, there's too much value there to pass up. And if, if you read my blogs, if you hear me on the show, if anything, I try to find the value with these hockey bets because I, I definitely think there's some to be had. And uh, I think we found some good plus value here today. I'm in, I'm down, and it looks like we have updates updates from the chat. The chat's always the MVP, honestly, especially on a Monday where I'm struggling. It looks like Comoros will not need to play an outfield player in goal, but it is still a backup goalie against the highest scoring team in the African Cup of Nations. Still, probably a bit of a mismatch, and that's why you have to lay three goals with a a soccer mm. team. That is a hell of a handicap. So, what's the first? Is the first half line still just laying one? Uh, first half's one and a quarter. I okay. feel like the the first half totals one. You know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to take over. You one tell and me. Half. You want? To, yeah, I'll take what you take. Over I'm one out. and a half first half goals. I think you come out strong. Just put put this team. You know, put this team in their graves, and then you can get coast and do some subbing yeah. in the second half. Have some fun with it. So Cameroon first half over one and a half. That's what Let's I'm going to do. do. I'm so, in. Yeah, and and like Patrick says, Comoros off the biggest win in the country against Ghana. That's a big letdown spot for Comoros, which I cannot, I cannot locate on a map. I know it's. I learned today that Comoros is a country. I did not know that. 
I th- is this the one that we decided was the little island in between the, the continent and Madagascar? You know, I we could be. And Geography's not me. my strong suit. Somebody God. in the chat. Dan got us. There you go. I feel like we did look this up. I I, I failed geology, so I'm not going to... Well, I'm geography. Geology is the study of rocks, Andy. I know. My brother's a geologist. Oh, I feel bad about that now. Yep. Video video's struggling today, too. All right. Aussie Open. Yeah, and betting an over. Betting an over is tough in AFCON right now, but I'm doing it anyway. Aussie Open tonight. Let me look at when this time starts. I, I don't know if we have complete order of play. I know Flash Score is not great about having complete order of play. This should be the first men's match off tonight. It's looking like 10 p.m. Eastern. Rafael Nadal, whose hair it just gets grosser by the match, grosser by the year, against Denis Shapovalov, the second best Canadian now. He was the Canadian wonderkin, but Felix came along. I'm going to take this. I talked about it last night with Drew a little over 38 and a half, but you can find a pretty fair number on this. Uh, Nadal looked great in that tiebreaker the other day against Manorito when he needed to, but he looked pretty susceptible for a while. And then I really don't think the, uh, I don't think the second and third sets, the context can be taken just from the scoreline. Manorino was cramping. He looked terrible on the bench after that first set. Super long 35-minute tiebreaker. Like Nadal, Nadal was dominant, but he wasn't as dominant as you saw in the second at second and third set scoreline. So Chapo is a much, much bigger test. He's a top 15 player. Nadal certainly, I mean, he's probably on upset alert if you really want to get crazy with this, but I I like him to drop at least one set. I like some longer sets here. I like some tie breaks. He did drop a set earlier in the tournament to hatching off. What is that noise? Oh, we got just some sirens around here. Oh yeah. I I always forget you're in, you're in the, I'm I'm on like, it's, I'm not on like the first, I'm on the ninth floor of this building. Like it's not like I'm, I'm ground floor. I'm surprised how clear that is. Humble brag about penthouse mat there. I like that. It's a 19 floor building, Andy. I'm on the ninth. It's we're we're not in a penthouse here. It's still pretty good. Um, but yeah, Chapo, he dispatched Zverev in three sets. I don't see something like that. Zverev can be a bit of a quitter. I'm not sure that was 100% the case. Chapo was just on. Sasha wasn't. But I see this going four, possibly even five. So Nadal Nadal should be fine on serve, but I think he'll uh, struggle a little on return here, and we'll see some longer sets. This could technically get there with three tiebreaks. Night or 13 13 13 is enough, so I'm hoping for at least one tie break and Chapo to win that first tie break. I think if we can get that, we'll be in very good shape. And I'm excited to watch this one. I'm probably gonna stay up and at least watch the first couple sets here and then drift into slumber and hope my bet one when I wake up in the morning. Nothing better than waking uh, up to a one bet. God, that's the thing I love the most. You, you wake guys. up and you already made some money for the day. It's like, should I go back to, do I need to go to work today? I already made my money. Paper, the paper's in the bank. I don't need it. So um, I we have a new partner. I don't have the ad read yet. I was really excited to do this. I'm waiting for the actual, uh, the actual paperwork so I can do it justice. And I'm going to read this ad read perfectly. I have no ad libbing from Andy on this. I'm going to make it through an ad read one time without ad libbing. I swear to you sometime this week. But I believe it when I see it. Coming soon, Profit Exchange. It is uh, going to be one of the first exchanges you'll be able to bet into in the U.S. market. 
only in a few states to start with. Jersey and Indiana betters will be able to take advantage of some early sign-up uh, stuff with them. I'll have more information to you guys as we go. But a yeah, new sponsorship partner with us, Profit Exchange. Check it out if you get a chance. Otherwise, I will have a ton more information going forward this week. We'll talk about it a little. And with that, I thank Matt for stepping in there today. I what time does our Cameroon game start? Oh, like two Eastern. Okay, so we got some time. Good. You got time. You got time. Yeah, we got time. And then before we go, Seton Hall minus seven, huh? Who do they play? I have no idea. I tend to... Somebody in the Big East. Yeah, so when I do my handicapping for basketball, I'll close with this because I got a few minutes. I don't do the big six conferences, the big power five and the Big East. I've just had trouble. I've never done well in them, so I tend to steer away from that altogether. So, that, are they hosting? Where are they? I, can, I'm, I mean, we so can will that like five, affect five you come camp. tournament? Like when come conference tournament time and NCAA tournament time, will that, does that affect your ability to handicap the tournament? If yeah, I don't, really watch I, I, don't, I don't bet it. I don't bet a ton, a ton of tournament games. Okay. I will, I'll take off a lot of those. I won't. I won't get involved. In that. I bet a lot of uh, NIT. I bet a lot of this, the one below CBI, it, CBI, CBI. Were, C- yeah. For one year, there was something called the Vegas 16 or something. It was a, it was a lower level tournament and we'll go, we'll go Seton Hall. How do you spell it with an L? We'll go St. John's. How do you, yeah. And I would make Seton Hall an eight point favorite total mid one forties. I don't know what we have for a total there. Call that good. There we go. Andy, the handicapper. Watch this. This total is probably like 150 or something, and it's just going to make me look look silly, and that's why I'm way off on this. I'm pulling it up now. Seton Hall, 151. I'm a little low on the total. I'm at like 147, 148, so maybe a slight under lean. But, yeah, we'll stay away from that. We'll call it a day. I thank you for joining us. If you are out there in YouTube land, give us a thumbs up, and we'll see you tomorrow.